years ago, Christina Constantini brought us Science Fair, which ended up winning the Audience Award at Sundance in 2018. This year, she teamed with Kareem Tabetch to make Mucho Mucho Amor, one of the films in this year's U.S. documentary category. And Kareem is able to join us this morning. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. So the film based on an extravagant Puerto Rican astrologer, we kind of heard this from Sean earlier, and a psychic who spent 30 years on television in Puerto Rico reading television horoscopes. So I guess you were a big fan? So, yeah. So he, while he was from Puerto Rico, his, uh, his reach was actually all throughout Latin America and the U.S. Uh, at the peak of his fame, he was in 120 million households a day. Uh, so that's like Super Bowl ratings every day. Uh, he was just a ubiquitous part of uh, Latino culture. And Christina, myself, and our producer, Alex Fumero, just grew up with him on television. Every every afternoon around 545, he'd come on with an astrological uh, prediction. So he had a, a segment where he'd read you your horoscopes. And our family, as conservative and skeptic and maybe very Catholic as they may be, would all shush us uh, so that at least they could hear what what, the, what their sign held for them. Yeah. So where did you grow up? I grew up in Miami, where I still live. Okay. Mark, did you watch this? Did you see this? No, I had I had no idea. I mean, I'm 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 unfortunately from the opposite sort of generation. This you know the SNL skits of you know androgynous Pat. It'd be the opposite in you know quasi bullying aspect of of this sort of character. So I think it's just absolutely fascinating that that someone uh, like this could get that degree of of following. And, and what we concern what we stereotypically hold is a conservative, you know, church-going kind of dominant society. And then in here you have this very flamboyant Elton John, you're wearing your Elton John bling, you know, yeah, kind sure. of today. And, and so can you help us, like, understand, you know, how he overcame those barriers to be so, is it just, was he that um, big of a, of a personality? I mean, I think from what I've read, and I, because I didn't see it, is just the simplicity of the message, like our own Fred Rogers of love first. Is it, was it that simple that, 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 that people just would not let that go? That, that's very right. I think that, um, you know, we often describe him as Oprah uh, mixed with Mr. Rogers but dressed as Liberace. Um, but I, I do think that at the, ulti- at, at the end of the day, what uh, the core of his message was love, peace, and leading with kindness. And that overcame a lot. Mm-hmm. He also just lived his life unabashedly himself. He was extra you know he was over the top and he was unlike anything we'd ever seen and we often say unlike anything we'd ever seen in in latin american television but the truth is it's unlike anything you've ever seen anywhere if i mean you know you didn't see characters like this on u.s tv mm-hmm. either you know if you think of some of our more over the top characters you know um, paul lind or charles nothing riley these kind of what we would think is very stereotypical gay men mm-hmm. they were always kind of nudged you know played it down a, a notch and walter was just himself he, he dressed like he felt and um I think that because his message was so positive and because he had this kind of magical mysticism around him, he, he kind of rose above the homophobia of the culture. That's not to say that he wasn't othered because sure. And we talk about this in our film. He was often parodied and, and the butt of jokes, but his message was so important that he kind of rose above that and thrived in this very kind of heteronormative culture. Um, and he was just light years ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. 
And as a documentary documentary filmmaker, when you're approaching a subject in which you want to champion the, the cause or to make sure the world gets the story as opposed to document the, the story, do you approach it differently? Um, is, it, is it, you know, you always get that question in terms of when the documentary a filmmaker loses or accepts their own subjectivity versus objectivity. And how, how did that impact your, your approach to the film? You know, we, we all grew up loving this person. And we all grew up, uh, and as adults, I should say, we realized how special and unique he was. I mean, looking back, right, hindsight's like, wow, how did he, how did he become so huge? Um, so I think we went in with a, a already kind of in love with him. But we knew that there were problematic parts to his life. Uh, we are all skeptics. None of us are, uh, you know, living by the horoscope as much as we enjoy it. Um, so I think we came in with that objectivity, and we really kind of, you know, held his feet to the fire about some difficult times in his life. You know, he uh, he had uh, 900 psychic hotlines in the 90s, which you might remember were very very popular. We think of Dionne Warwick and Miss Cleo and. He was the first one in the Latin market and the first one to take that concept into Latin America. Uh, but those that's questionable, right? Uh, whether that was, you know, a fraud or not. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we, we certainly came in it with a place of love and admiration, and, but we didn't shy away from the difficult subjects, uh, including his sexuality, including his, uh, you know, uh, business dealings, and including, you know, what ultimately led to his sudden disappearance, which is... A, um, a relationship with a manager. It was very good for a very long time until it was not. Um, so I think we offer a pretty balanced view. But, you know, at, at the end of this process, um, you know, what we keep, keep kept coming back to is the fact that Walter, at the core of Walter's message and his work, was spreading love and peace. He ended every broadcast with mucho, mucho amor, which meant, means lots and lots of love. And we're all flawed human beings. No one's perfect. Uh, but I think that, you know, if after decades on television, your message is that, um, it's important to share that. In, in this day and age, when our leaders seem to be more divisive than ever and are looking for opportunities to uh, highlight our differences instead of our commonalities, uh, I think Walter's message of inclusivity, not exclusivity, is, uh, is needed more than ever. So, as you mentioned, he kind of just disappears. Um, did you go looking for him? Yeah, so um, interestingly enough, all three of us, myself, Christina Costantini, Alex Vermeer, wanted to, to do a project on Walter Mercado. We found each other, uh, didn't really know each other, I should say that. We found each other, and then we had two problems. One was we had to find Walter, and two is uh, we had to get him to agree to make the documentary. So um, Kismet, he, he was having an estate sale in Miami. He lived in Puerto Rico but kept a, an apartment in Miami for 30 years and was getting ready to sell it. Um, and so I heard uh, about the estate sale. I went to the estate sale wanting to look at what the fabulous stuff was, and I did come home with a view, uh, <laughs> but also wanting to make contact uh, with his family. And so I did that. I met his niece, Danette, and spoke to her at the estate sale, uh, explained the concept, and uh, she connected us. And so, and then, and he obviously agreed to it. He did. Uh, yeah. It was it was the oddest vetting process. He said, I'm very interested in doing this, but I have but one question. What are your signs? <laughs> so I'm a Libra. Christina's a Libra. And unfortunately for Alex, he's a Sagittarius. Uh, but somehow I, that was the right answer. So he said, okay, I'll do it. 
Okay. And what's he? What sign is his? Uh, Walter's a Pisces. Ah, okay. So can we see these old shows somewhere? Do they exist? You know, um, they they don't. You can see a glimpse of some of them on the internet. If you go to YouTube, you can go down a Walter Mercado hole. Uh, But you see a lot of it in the film, which is coming to Netflix this summer. Uh, So you'll be able to just learn about Walter. You'll be able to see what exactly he did and why it was so impactful. Yeah. Um, And... Was it in Spanish then? It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it okay. was in Spanish. He did have a bit of a, a, a crossover uh, in the uh, mid to late '90s, and it, you know he was a, became a talk show fixture. He was on Howard Stern and Sally Jesse Raphael and Regis and Kathy Lee, but he never really ultimately completely crossed over. Um, and so, I think that was always the desire of his. And in this film, uh, we're excited because I think we're able to kind of share this this treasure that we have in the Lati- Latino community. Uh, with the world at large. So I read not only astrologies, but he also considers himself a, a psychic? The interesting thing about Walter was that it was a melange of different belief systems. You know, He, he identified as an astrologer and a psychic, but uh, he also mixed in you know, Eastern philosophies and Eastern religions. So his horoscope predictions included you know, astrology, the runes, tarot, uh, but also Santeria, Christianity, Catholicism, Buddhism, Hinduism. And, you know, he, he would describe it as the fact that he realized that kind of all belief systems uh, had a point of conversion, uh, convergence. And that convergence was leading with kindness, leading with love. And that's what he believed in. So he kind of borrowed from all these different faith systems and these different types of mysticisms and, uh, and kind of brewed a stew all his own. Yeah. So, I mean, given that he's considered, uh, thought of a, as a psychic, did, did, did G give you any insight into your film that it was going to make it big? You sold <laughs> yeah. to Netflix? You know, we never asked him to give <laughs> us a reading. We, we Going into this, we're not going to ask him. But he did volunteer at different points, quite naturally, for, read our natal charts for all of us. And, uh, and he told me, he said, oh, you're very creative and very passionate. I was very excited to hear that. And then he said, but you're also terribly stubborn. And I was like, oh, well. I don't want to hear that, but it's true. Um, it, you know, and he did. He said, I think this is going to be a great project. I think it's going to be successful. And uh, he dealt with faith more than anything. And I think that that faith that it was going to be a success uh, really kind of helped push us through, particularly because we followed him through the last three years of his life. So it's been an emotional roller coaster for us. And, um, and being at Sundance, obviously, is a dream come true. I was going to say, as a fellow Libra, and I'm guessing it's the Sagittarius that made all the decisions. Because <laughs> you and Christine are probably going, I don't know, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? You know what? We're very opinionated Libras. <laughs> I think the Sagittarius managed to remind us that the scales need to be balanced. <laughs> okay, well, um, you said coming to Netflix when? Netflix this summer. This summer. And we okay. hope to tour more film festivals, and we have a screening today. Yep, that's right. The uh, final one, 1230 at the Ray. Yes. Mucho, mucho amor. It sounds, it sounds fabulous. Thanks Thank for, you. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you. Tune in and find out about some of the unknown and talented independent filmmakers from around the world. Join us for the Sundance Reel each weekday morning between 9 and 10. We'll highlight some of the most intriguing films being presented at this year's Sundance Film Festival. That's the Sundance Reel weekday mornings from 9 to 10 through January 31st right here on KPCW or online kpcw.org. The Sundance Reel is brought to you in part by Sundance Institute, presenting the 2020 Sundance Film Festival from January 23rd through February 2nd. And Acura, proud 10-year sponsor of the festival and supporter of independent film and music. Learn more at acura.com.